Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're talking about network observability. In particular, we're going to get into the automation of performance testing and synthetic transactions. Our sponsor is Kentic, and our guest is Avi Friedman. He is CEO and co-founder of Kentic. Avi, welcome back to Pack of Pushers. And can you start us off with the elevator pitch on Kentic in case folks aren't familiar? Thanks. Uh, Kentic is the network observability company. We see all the kinds of networks that you have, the ones you own that run routers and switches and data centers and WAN and, and, uh, and the edge, uh, the ones you don't like cloud and SaaS, and even over to the host eBPF, put it all in one place, give people insights and, and help them run better networks. All right. So I mentioned performance testing in the intro, which tells me we're not just talking about passive monitoring or passive observability. Uh, there's a place for that, of course, but the with performance testing, you can measure performance as needed. And, and is this where synthetic transactions come into the picture? Yeah, absolutely. So network devices, network stacks generally don't give you much performance information. You get volume, uh, you get uh, you get traffic destinations and sources and things. Uh, some of the lower end, smaller switches can give you, and routers can give you some performance info, but at the gigabit, terabit scale and across consistently, the network layer doesn't really have performance. So you need to do tests, you need to do synthetic transactions to be able to see that well. And I presume synthetic contractions let me see, you know, more than one network or all of the pieces of the network that I'm trying to measure. Yeah, not just all the different kinds of networks, but up into the application stack uh, really is as far up as people want to go. Up until now, you've tended to rely on, Kentic has been relying more heavily on streaming telemetry, that idea of ingesting data from the network, however it comes, you know, flow records primarily. And now you're sort of moving to embrace this synthetic testing, which is where you put agents around the network and then you probe the network. Is that about providing more data points for the data set or is it actually something different? Is it giving you a different product, an extra product in the portfolio? Technically, it's an extra product. But as data nerds, we think about more data, you know, more food, you know, feed me, see more. Uh, the, the better, the more food you have, the better observations you can make. And again, we get just Google VPC flow logs have performance, NetFlow Lite and Cisco AVC have performance, but SFlow, NetFlow, you know, host eBPF, we can get performance. But the other thing that network performance doesn't let you see from the network is what if, right? Let's say I'm having a problem to provider X in Boston, uh, what other paths might be good? That's where synthetics, you know, performance testing can be really helpful. I can go fire off a bunch of tests on my alternate paths on SD WAN, you know, mm. to alternate cloud connections and see. And so it's a different product. It's it's called you know digital experience monitoring. It's synthetic transaction testing. But to us, it's more telemetry from the network and right. and the ability to make better insights and and run better networks. Because I could imagine that if I was collecting flow data, I could see really interesting stuff about the infrastructure, but the synthetic testing is much more about this probe shows me this. And so now I'm actually getting like a user experience as opposed to I'm looking right. down on the network instead of up from the bottom, which is where your, your main product comes from. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we actually will test APIs, application, DNS, uh, up the stack, which helps you discriminate. Is there an issue? Where is the issue? Where the automation comes in is, if I'm doing those synthetic tests, but there's no traffic nearby, do I care? What's the round? What's the sound of one packet dropping? Right. <laughs> um, um, or, you know, really, why not set up those tests based on what your traffic is? To me, it's always seemed like they shouldn't be two or three different products, but it should all be integrated. So what do you mean by a synthetic transaction? Are you mimicking some kind of actual network mm -hmm. transaction? Are you recording something and replaying it? How does it how does it work? 
Yeah. Uh, so synthetic generally means it isn't an actual user doing something. And so it could be ping and trace route. It could be a DNS query. It could be a script. It could be downloading a web page. And then we have some agents. Um, we have a, a Rust one that can run on a, on a creepy little SFP that has a 400 megahertz arm in it. And, and you could stick in a thing as a server could run, it'll just run on, you know, um, Arista straight as is and run a container on Cisco and Juniper run on, you know, run on Linux, um, container VM, whatever. So, and then we have, uh, hundreds of those agents soon, thousands deployed around the world. So we can do the outside in, so we can test back into your network, test your applications and network endpoints too. Okay. So what am I going to learn from a synthetic test or a synthetic transaction that I wouldn't get from, you know, flow records? So you're actually going to see performance, latency, loss, jitter, throughput, which you generally don't get at a fine-grained from, uh, from flow. Um, you're going to get really all the way up to all the elements of a page, what was downloaded, all the start times and stop times. Again, flow is typically super aggregated and you know can't really show you effectively what's happening if there's if the uh, an actual browser would be confused because with synthetics you can go synthetic transactions you can go all the way up and actually have um, a headless browser uh, be pulling objects and then pull that back into the same platform that you're using to run and see your network yeah okay and that's in, that's interesting because you can actually do testing of the application like i can load mm -hmm. an image a test image off my web server and I can mention web server performance, but I can now run a script which queries the database through the web server and then measure the application stack and then decide if it's a networking problem or a server problem, right? Yeah. And all the while, while you're doing the application testing, be running traces in the background, which are another kind of synthetic transaction. So you can correlate and say, okay, well, does it look like everything to this pop or that country or whatever was fine on the network. Is it a problem with this application endpoint, uh, you know, or whatever, and really help with the meantime to innocence and really help, you know, make the revenue flow for the company again. Mm. Do you see this as primarily a troubleshooting tool? I.e. I get a report from an end user or a customer who says the network is slow and they experience something that I'm not going to be able to recreate. So I run a test or do you see, synthetic tests being used sort of repeatedly just for your own peace of mind about how everything's operating? We see it starting with um, proactive insights, which is where really linking it to the flow and traffic telemetry. So you say, let me run tests to the places where my network is actually active. Uh, we see that as the primary mission. And then obviously we have all the data and you can run ad, ad hoc tests for going down to whatever level of detail and interactively debugging because as you know, sometimes routing is 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 complicated and and then things get confused and it needs humans to uh, go and discriminate. Yeah, but you need a purpose. The challenge with fixing routing <laughs> or fiddling with costs is having the data to give you purpose. You know, a lot right. so many people just butts with settings on thinking, I think right. this is the problem and I'll twiddle with this knob. Oh, no, too loud. <laughs> you know. Well, it's exactly what I said. What's the sound of one packet dropping? The yeah. traditional synthetic solutions would fire off alerts, do fire off alerts, and there's no traffic anywhere nearby. Yeah. So it's like, well, does it matter? Like, is someone affected? So with Kentic, we take the traffic. We also take application, IPAM, radius, you know, trying to figure out what users, what customers, does this matter? So when you get an alert about a performance problem, maybe you won't even get it if there's not a top 10, you know, identified application group, whatever. And then if there is, you can, you can see what the impact is. Um, and by the way, one of the things we all know from networking, sometimes the problem is gone 
or it doesn't matter by the time you're finished you before you're finished debugging so again go you can go back and it'll say uh, not a problem anymore don't worry about it because yeah, uh, yeah. you know why why do you want to be going and optimizing for transients so it sounds like you're getting a ton of information. Are you doing anything to aggregate, normalize, uh, help uh, refine uh, th this information I'm getting so I'm not just drinking from the fire hose? Yeah, so two things really. One, we enrich all the data. So we normalize and enrich it so that we don't just have a ping or an application test or whatever, but um, we understand what customer, what endpoint, what, what application, even if it's all the way into Kubernetes and the, and the magic la-la land of, of, of modern, <laughs> modern applicationing. Um, and then the second thing is, of course, trying to you know, only show you, hey, there's this pattern of patterns, there's this thing, and here's where we think the problem might be. Here's the cloud underlying infrastructure, the app data, here's everything that we know about it. Um, and again, it's in the Kentic view, every performance test shows you the actual traffic related to it so that you can quickly say, oh, this looks like it could be important or, you know, um, anti, you know, it, it, to, to discriminate it out and not look at it. So I mentioned automation uh, at the, in my uh, intro as well. Where does automation come into play with all of this testing? Why do I want to automate them and, and how does Kentic make it happen? Well, the easy button, which you don't have to use, basically says, pick my top destinations, pick my top CDNs, uh, networks, uh, applications, and test them. So you don't have to constantly be, oh, what's that IP address for that? And let me go set up a test and whatever. And uh, the second part of automation is, well, stop running the test when you've deinstalled the thing. <laughs> and it's not, uh, because it's, oh, it's down. No, it's just not there anymore. And then the third is around that alerting, which is really that showing you the things that are important. So we really, it's the correlation side of it. Um, uh, you know, only show you things where there's actually traffic nearby. But that's, so that's something that Kentech's been doing for years now. Kentech's been doing the, the telemetry and the visibility mm -hmm. or the observability, however you want to, you know, whatever language you want to use around that. Yeah. And all of that generates alerts. The world doesn't seem to have enough alerts. That's why we don't talk about <laughs> alert. We talk about alerts, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we want to have fewer of them that are better. Yeah. And what happens with, with performance testing with synthetics is that we have performance basically on 100% of the network right. instead of just the network elements that could give us uh, performance from passively monitoring things. And again, we just don't see packets, like packet monitoring being the way that people, like Salesforce is not going to give you their packets, right? The SaaS apps <laughs> are not going to give you their packets. Uh, AWS will give you your packets, but not their packets. And it's just a very heavyweight way to do things. So. Um, uh, you actually adding synthetic tests lets you get 100% performance visibility and do actually fewer alerts. That's actually sort of the whole point. And I think you raised a good point about this automation capability and that I hadn't thought about all of the steps required to actually run a synthetic test. I've got to deploy my agents. Uh, when I'm ready to run a test, figure out agent to agent, what, where do I want to go to? What mm -hmm. test do I want to use, et cetera? So you're making that whole setup aspect easier. Yeah. I mean, from the very basic level, the easy button, which is test on my top apps and destinations to the somewhat more subtle for people, let's say you're dependent on Akamai. Mm. Well, Akamai has 300,000 servers. What are you actually testing to? <laughs> right. So instead, why don't I just test to the servers that are actually pulling from your origin? Right. We know that from the flow. So that's another kind of automation. It's a little bit more subtle. The basic high level, you know, easy button is. Uh, all my top destinations that I say are important applications, just go fire off tests to them and, you know, be proactive, of course. Hmm. Are you finding there are particular networks or services, and I'm thinking you mentioned CDNs and Akamai, mm -hmm. that are 
good candidates for synthetic testing? Yeah, I mean, we see starting um, network pops, you know, if, if you're running infrastructure, network pops, DNS, CDNs, and SaaS, mm -hmm. those are the four big categories of things that we want to see people test. And you could say your own app too, right? So however, but even that is typically you're delivering it as a service. So start at the infrastructure level, DNS, you know, of course is, uh, is in the middle um, one AS to rule them all and in the DNS bind them uh, kind of thing. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then uh, your apps and then CDNs, you know, for, for getting out to the end users. So those are the things, but you really test anything. It's just a question. You test VoIP, you can test, you know, whatever. But um, th that, that's the, the, the hierarchy of need of uh, making the revenue flow that we see. And of course, we have many CDN customers. We have many SaaS customers. We have many enterprise customers. We have many service providers. So everyone is in this world. In fact, the number one service provider need is testing Office 365 because guess what? They're selling SD-WAN. And what do people do with SD-WAN? They're you know, on Google and Office 365 and Zoom all day. Yeah, and the challenge with WAN and to a large extent, even campus is all of those are networks that start somewhere and finish somewhere and then go onto another <laughs> network. So you might go off the Wi-Fi, onto a campus yeah. LAN, into a data center, into the internet, cross the internet to some public cloud somewhere, off-premise cloud. How do you, what's the meaning of monitoring that network when a lot of that infrastructure you don't own? It starts to become a real yeah. problem. We yeah. call it the OPN problem, other people's networks, right? It's it's the networks you own and the ones you don't, but the ones you don't affect you too, which is, you know, it's ultimately comes down to the internet unless you're doing peering and putting it all together in one place. And that's what we do on the flow side, whether it's VPC flow logs or host eBPF or host PCAP or NetFlow or SFlow, uh, it's put it all together, make it look the same, put it on a map. And then, but at the same time, you need to understand the performance of all of it. And guess what? Again, uh, you know, Salesforce is not going to give you their flow uh, and mm -hmm. Amazon's not going to give you uh, the flow that's underlying it. So you better be doing mm -hmm. performance testing where you don't have that kind of telemetry or you're, you know, completely blind. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. If uh, we've whet your appetite for more information, Avi, where should folks go? You go to Kentik.com, K-E-N-T-I-K.com. I'm Avi at Kentik.com and happy to talk to anyone who's, who's interested. And I'm Avi Friedman on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn as well. All right. Well, thank you, Avi, for joining us. And thanks to Kentik for being a sponsor. If you like the show, you can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts along with our community blog. It's all at PacketPushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at PacketPushers. Find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.